Patients like to talk to doctors, and I like to talk to patients, and I like to reassure them sure. and everything, but we can't solve this problem that way. And, right. and this is really about ending the pandemic, saving lives, and the only way to do that without the government telling every doctor to do it, you know, when there's a few hundred doctors doing this, we have to get treatment kits into your medicine cabinet. Amen. Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Hello, Flyover family. Welcome. We are so glad that you are with us today. As you can see, we are not in our normal studio because we are at the Reawaken America event with Clay Clark in Dallas, Texas. And oh my gosh, it is absolutely amazing. If you are new to Flyover to Conservatives, our slogan is wake up, speak up, and show up. We all wanted President Trump to do 80 million things to save our country. And we here at Flyover are trying to inspire 80 million people to do one thing every single day to save our own country. And that's you. That's you. This episode is brought to you by MyPillow.com. You know, the thing I love about Mike is he's a patriot. He he's is. not just a business owner. He's employing American workers, building American products, and, and putting the resources back in to help save America. So if you're kind of into saving America, you love this place, you love freedom, he's a great company to support. If you use promo code FLYOVER, you can get up to 66% off of everything in their store. Slippers, dog beds, yep. sheets, obviously pillows. Man, you know, dog beds are great. Your dog lays his life on the line for you every single day. Every day. Get him a decent bed. That's right. So go to MyPillow.com, <laughs> use the promo code FLYOVER for up to 66% off. So buckle up and check this out. Hey, Flyover family here in Dallas, Texas, the Reawaken event. And we are, we're with someone who actually, you want to get your pins ready. You want to get, get something to record this. This is an interview that is going to save lives. Mm -hmm. It's probably one of the most important things that we're going to do today. One of the most important things you're going to do today is 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 hear from this next guest, Dr. Syed Hyder. Yep. And, and the, the website, I want to give it to you right out of the gate. It's in the notes below. But mygotodoc.com, M-Y-G-O-T-O-D-O-C.com. Write that down. You're going to understand why here mm -hmm. in just a moment because it's a website that can truly save your life. Doctor, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, my, you're welcome. My pleasure. Absolutely. <laughs> so tell our audience, what are you offering to this site? Sure. So what, what I'm doing is basically treating COVID and preventing COVID. And that's with off-label medications that are cheap and they've been around for 30, 40 years and they're safe and we know that they're safe. Um, there are... Probably at this point for, for the main one, ivermectin, there are dozens of studies in more than 20,000 patients showing that it's effective. So wow. we have more than enough data. You know, mm -hmm. the FDA, the CDC, the NIH keep telling people that we don't have enough data. I mean, Merck, the manufacturer, says that there's no data. I mean, it's like shockingly, it's, it's such a lie, yeah. right? Yep. Just a bald faced lie. Um, so ivermectin helps prevent COVID. You know, you take it twice a week, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, it has hardly any side effects. Most people, 99% of people have no side effects from it. Um, and so in my practice, we've treated 25,000 people for prevention of COVID. And out of that, five to 10 of them I've seen actually come back with COVID-19. Okay. So, so something like one in 5,000 patients end up with COVID-19 when they're taking it, in my experience. And, and that kind of jives with the data that we've seen around the world. Um, and then for, for treatment, I think this is really the most important because a lot of people don't want to take medication. I, I get a lot of patients right. who are like, you know, they try to be healthy. They take their vitamin D and they're not a medicine person. Mm -hmm. And so for those people, I think it's really important that they get a treatment kit. 
And okay. that's, that's one of our main focuses is to get people a kit in their medicine cabinet so that if they get COVID-19, they can treat it right okay. away. That's great. And, and the reason we shifted to this focus was because during the Delta wave, there was this huge increase in demand for medications for COVID. People got yep. really scared. And couldn't get it. Yeah. And they couldn't yep. get it. And, mm-hmm. and so there's a couple, maybe a couple of hundred people in the country scattered around different states. Um, not everyone is in every state. Mm-hmm. So. So there's, you know, hundreds of millions of people in this country. There's no way that you can get sick and find a doctor in time to treat right. COVID-19. Right. So yes. you have to get it in your medicine cabinet. Yes. And you, you got you to print out the directions. You got to be ready to go. Right. And that's what we're doing. So, okay. So what does somebody do? They go to my, uh, what is it? MyGoToDoc.com. MyGoToDoc.com. Mm-hmm. What do they do once they get to that site? So basically, we ask you to fill out kind of like an intake questionnaire, just like you're going to a regular doctor's office. Um, you put in your name, date of birth, and, uh, you know, medical history, medications, allergies, stuff like that. Um, you know, anyone who goes to a doctor's office, it's like a requirement, a legal requirement that we confirm your identity. So, you know, it sure. could be like a kid, you know, filling sure. out right. this form. Yep. And we wouldn't know. So we need to have a photo uh, ID uploaded and a selfie photo. Okay. And for people who don't want to do that, we can connect one of my staff members by video with mm-hmm. my patients. Okay. And they can, you know, take that information over a video and then it won't be saved anywhere. Okay. Okay. Um, but everything is secure and it's safe. And, you know, there's, um, you know, in America, you have to have secure inf- medical information. It has to be secured. So, right. you know, everyone goes by these HIPAA guidelines and we're the same as everyone else. So we do keep your information secure. Um, but anyway, you fill out that form and then somebody will get back to you usually within usually within a few hours, really. Um, wow. And they'll send you an email with a login and password to the patient portal. Um, once you get there, we'll send you kind of an informational, like welcome message. And then, um, we will, if there's anything remaining that we need to know, we'll send you a message to get some more information. If not, we'll just basically, we'll review your history. I'll review your history. And one of my medical uh, assistants will write a prescription for me and send it to the pharmacy. And, and the important thing is that, you know, the pharmacies and the FDA, everyone kind of cracked down on ivermectin, just like they did on hydroxychloroquine. You know, as soon as they saw med- prescriptions, you know, going through the roof in Delta, they were like, you know, there's a problem here. We got to we got to stop these people. Right. And so they told all the pharmacists exactly right. not to dispense it. Yep. Right. So we had we had a big problem. Pharmacists were, you know, reporting me to medical boards and trying to, you know, take yank your license my license. Away? Yeah, yeah. I, I've had three of these so far. Wow. And it's it's a big problem. You know, you got to get a lawyer. You got to respond to this complaint. I mean, it takes a lot of time sure. out of your day. I mean, I it, takes at least a couple of days to properly respond to a medical board complaint. Um, so uh, so what we did was we went around the country. We found hundreds of pharmacies around the country. You know, we contacted all of them. And our goal was to find the cheapest source of ivermectin in every state for each patient. So yeah. a patient comes in, we try to connect them to the cheapest source of ivermectin. And the reason that's important is because some patients ended up paying $1,000 for, you know, wow. one force of ivermectin. Right. Which should yeah. be how much? Yeah, it's terrible. So so we can get it for less than 100 usually. Okay. Hundred dollars so for the market. for the medication itself, yeah. Okay. Um. So there's a fee, like there's a doctor's fee, and you know we we will waive that if somebody can't afford it. Wow. You know, if if you want to pay less, you know, sometimes we get a family of like ten people. You sure. know, if you need half off or you need you know all off, then mm-hmm. then go ahead and ask for it, and we'll yeah. we'll do that for that's, people. That's because amazing. When we had the doctor yesterday, it was it was so apparent. Mm-hmm. Your heart is to save lives. Yes. Yeah. That, that you, you is identify the goal. this problem. It's almost like if, if you you know saw somebody walking towards a train that was coming, like you would do whatever it could to like yeah. stop, stop them. them. It's yeah. like hey, they don't know it. There's a train coming. Like you can help. I think you you almost look at like humanity that way. Mm-hmm. Right Absolutely. Now. You have such a clear answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, like I told you yesterday, if we just spread ivermectin prevention throughout the population, mm-hmm. you could stop the pandemic in its tracks in two weeks. 
And we could have done this anytime yep. since, you know, in the last year. We could have mm-hmm. done it as soon as we knew, like summer 2020, right? We knew about ivermectin. Yep. Even earlier than that, we knew about hydroxychloroquine. Yep. If we had just, you know, gone all in on these off-label right. medications, the pandemic would have been over. We would have saved, you know, tens of millions of lives at this so point around sad. the world, right? I mean, yep. six million just in the U.S., right? We're talking sad. about, what, maybe 60 million around the country, right. or around the world. Um, and it's not just the lives that died and were coded as COVID deaths, right? It's the people who lost their jobs, got depressed, yep. you know, suicides, yep. you know, drug overdoses, yes. people who missed, um, you know, treatments that they could have gotten in the hospital or should have gotten people who didn't get their cancer diagnosed. Um, yep. so it's, it's been like a terrible, I mean, really the crime of like the millennium, right? It, yes. At least. It yeah. is. That's exactly right. Now let's say that somebody has COVID. They've been working with you, but they're having some problems. Uh, is there a way of communicating with you? Yeah, so so people can come back and they can get in touch with me or my staff who's like trained to answer questions. So we get a lot of questions that are like the same question over and over again. So sure. I've trained people to kind of yeah. answer those for me because there's so many of them. Uh, but if somebody really needs to to get in touch with me specifically, then they will get an answer from me. You know, if it hasn't been asked before or if they request it, and, and that's one of the differences with my site is that you go to a lot of these doctors who treat COVID, and you can get in touch with them for like two weeks or maybe one month, and and then it's over, it's and, over. and you can't go back unless you pay more, you can't go back. So with us, you, we actually don't ask anyone to pay anything if they just want to ask questions, if they just want information, wow. if they just want to treat it over the counter, if they want to, we get some people who come from other doctors who weren't really well trained with COVID, you know, they were kind of doing it part time. And they got some prescriptions, and then they couldn't get their questions answered. So right. they come to us and we answer their questions. And we don't ask them for, you know, to pay us anything. If we write a prescription, and and you can afford it, then mm-hmm. then we'll charge you for that. But otherwise, yeah. That's amazing. I got one more question, then I'll let you answer yours. But it's along that same line. Um, a lot of times, again, we talked about time frames, yeah. and I understand that maybe you know if somebody doesn't want to give the picture of their license, and they're, it's going to take a little bit longer through that process. But usually, how long does the process take to actually get the medication? Yeah. So ivermectin, you're going to want to give it at least a week because. Okay. You know, if, if you have a local pharmacy that you're sure will dispense it to you, the pharmacist is on board with all of this and mm-hmm. they're friendly. And, and oftentimes it'll be like a small mom and pop shop or a small, um, you know, there's a bunch of local compounding pharmacies that do this sometimes. So if you have one of those nearby, uh, we can call them to verify, you know, just make sure mm-hmm. that they're okay with it. And, and then we'll send it to them. So you might get it in a couple of days. Uh, the prescription itself will be written usually within 24 hours. Okay. And, and so there'll be ivermectin. If it can go locally, then you'll usually be able to pick it up the next day. And if it has to go to a mail order, you're, you're going to want to give it at least, you know, a few days to a week. Um, the other medications, fluvoxamine is really important uh, for treating COVID specifically. And, and that can go to your local pharmacy. Right now, they haven't shut that down. The thing I love about what you're doing is is the systemization, your, your, your business mind attached to this to... to uh, make it where you can on-ramp people quick enough. Now, this is, again, this is, a, this is a boat that's best to build long before it ever starts yes, raining. Yeah. Exactly. You know, but but here's what, in our world, because we have doctors on a lot, we're talking about these issues, you know, and um, we'll get we'll get emails and someone will say, you know, uh, three or four days ago, I started not feeling real well and I was mm-hmm. with someone who then tested positive and, and do, do you know of a doctor that could, you know, help right. me out? Well, their process then to onboard with that doctor and, and there's just not, very many, if any, I know of doctors that, that have the systemization to on-ramp somebody efficiently that has, you know, smoothed, yeah. out, smoothed out the process. And, you know, you're looking at a week just to get the ball rolling. 
and, and someone might have already been three or four days into their symptoms. Yeah, the, and, and early, you know, early, di- you know, moving on quick is the absolutely. Essence. So, so most people nowadays who are doing this, they're so overwhelmed with demand mm-hmm. that, um, you know, if they haven't figured out a way to extend themselves, you know, like you know, buy, get some medical assistance to help, and you know, a bunch of staff to help, which we did during Delta Wave. They're just not going to be able to handle more than maybe 20 patients a day because, you know, if they have to see everyone, right? usually they're going to be booked out mm-hmm. at least a few days, if not weeks mm-hmm. in advance. Right. So there's no way that they have, they're going to have an opening unless they've, unless they've left openings available in their schedule for acute patients. And even then, you can't really tell how many am I going to get on any one day, right? So, so that's a problem. And I think people have a misconception that they need to get sick and have have they have to tell a doctor what my specific symptoms are in order to get the right medicine and that's not the case with covid so covid it's we know how to treat you before you get sick and that's right. the important thing to understand i don't need to talk to you after you get sick and that's what i'm trying to i'm trying to cut out that 15 minute conversation with the patient because what i i, I actually did that i used to do that like tw- 10, 10 hours a day or more, right? Maybe yeah. 15, 18 hours a day. Wow. I was I was talking to patients, you know, every 15 minutes I would talk to another patient. And after a few months, I was like, you know, it's the same thing. I, I really don't need to know what your specific symptoms are. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm going to give you after the conversation's over. Patients like to talk to doctors and I like to talk to patients and I like to reassure them sure. and everything. But we can't solve this problem that way. And, right. and this is really about ending the pandemic, saving lives. And the only way to do that without the government telling every doctor to do it, you know, when there's a few hundred doctors doing this, we have to get treatment kits into your medicine cabinet. Amen. So another quick question. Let's say that somebody has the symptoms that maybe they've already gotten a kit from you, but they decided they're not going to do it as preventative. They only want to do it if they get COVID. Mm -hmm. They got some symptoms. They're not sure if they have COVID. So they don't know, do I start it or not? What should they do? You should start it, right? You got to assume that it's COVID-19. You don't want to wait until it's confirmed because that's too long, Mm -hmm. right? So early treatment is what saves lives. So late treatment may save lives, but it's not guaranteed, right? I haven't seen anyone, literally anyone, and no doctor that I know who's doing this has seen anyone who took treatment in the first few days, like three to four days, and didn't end up fine. Usually it takes a couple of days to get better. You don't end up in the hospital. You don't end up with long COVID. Yep. You don't die. Right. Um, so so really early treatment is, you know, it's like a charm. That's the mm-hmm. charm, right? Like you mm-hmm. want to get early treatment in the first few days. And if you wait around until you get a positive test, it's usually like day five or six. You're just pushing it too mm-hmm. far. We have this saying in, um, in medicine that uh, time is brain. And this is when people have a, a stroke, right? right. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't bust that clot, right? Mm-hmm. In the first couple of hours, you know, every minute that goes by, you're losing brain function, right? Yep. Your brain is dying slowly. Mm-hmm. And if you save it fast enough, it can rewire, you know, you won't have any symptoms, you, you'll you'll recover completely from a stroke. And and with COVID-19, you know, time is your life, right? Right. It's not just your brain, mm-hmm. it's your life, right? Yeah. Your yes, life is at absolutely. risk. Absolutely. And, and it's not, you know, some people think, you know, I'm not high risk, I'm not that old, I'm, I'm healthy and everything. But I've seen a lot of people 30 to 55 end up with long COVID and it can be a life changing diagnosis. I mean, first of all, it's hard to get the diagnosis, you know, no, mm-hmm. no one really right. knows yeah, like, about that's it. Not, right? That's not something that you're hearing very much. So can right. you explain what it, that even is? So, so long COVID is some people, their bodies for some reason can't get rid of the spike protein. So, so the virus is dead, it's not replicating. But the spike protein is stuck in your body and it's causing inflammation. And, and it causes a lot of different symptoms. It's kind of similar to um, chronic fatigue syndrome. So a lot of people mm-hmm. are really tired. Mm-hmm. A lot of people get really confused. And it's like chronic confusion. Like you, you can't get away from it. You can't think of words. You can't like remember things. Um, but the fatigue is like a killer, right? Like people who used to be, you know, elite athletes mm-hmm. come to me and they're like, I can't exercise. I can't even wow. jog, right? Um, or, or if I, or if I do exercise, some people are able to exercise, but then they're wiped out for like a week afterwards, okay. you know, wow. mm-hmm. um, some people have 
dizziness. You know, some people have uh, nausea. Some people have numbness, tingling. You know, all just all kinds of weird symptoms. Some people, every time they stand up, their heart goes to like 150 beats a minute. You know, it's just racing. Yep. Um, so, so a lot of some people can't sleep. I mean, just so many symptoms that come with long COVID. It, and it and it can be anyone, right? It's hard to predict who's going to get it. That's the problem. Right. And oftentimes, it's very healthy young people who end up with it. The older people, I don't really see people of over 65 coming with long COVID. It's usually 15, 50, you know, and below 30 okay. to 55 is the okay. age group. Wow. Okay, I guess one last question. We'll, we'll wrap up here. We'd love to have you on for a full we show. Would. And we just appreciate I, you're, you're you. You're in deep well. There's a lot going on. This is just, you're like saving lives, you know, here with this. Um, maybe just talk to the, the viewers about this yeah. one specific issue. There is a, a mass media marketing campaign against this solution. You know, anything that's that's a little bit different than than, than the Fauci protocol is is just scorched earth when it comes to media. CNN is still talking about Joe Rogan was taking horse dewormer. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and, which is massive misinformation. That's not mm-hmm. the origination of this. Talk to people about the, the efficacy of of this medication and and any apprehensions that they have on it, you know, when it comes to all the information they've heard from specifically CNN. Sure. So, you know, it's not just CNN. So it's also uh, Merck, who actually is the creator of ivermectin. They came out with a press release saying that ivermectin, there, there's no data to support ivermectin use. Um, and that's, like I said before, just a bald-faced lie. And and then a few weeks after that press release, they sent out another press release saying that we have a drug in the pipeline to treat COVID-19. So, you know, if you just kind of peel back the layers and understand what's going on behind the scenes, you realize that... Um, you know, it's all about money and it's all about Mm -hmm. um, the bottom line for these pharmaceutical companies. Um, So ivermectin, like I said before, it has dozens of studies. More than 20,000 patients around the world have been treated um, and in studies with ivermectin and it's been shown to work. Um, So time and again, there are um, all kinds of studies. You know, there's epidemiological studies, there's uh, randomized controlled trials, there's double blind randomized controlled trials. You know, the gold standard studies have been done for ivermectin. Mm -hmm. Um, And then fluvoxamine is an SSRI. So the first time I heard about fluvoxamine for COVID-19, I thought, you know, I don't really like SSRIs. You know, they treat depression Mm -hmm. and um, they treat uh, anxiety and and they they really have a lot of problems with Mm -hmm. them. Um, when you use them long term, but with COVID nineteen, if you get COVID nineteen, you just you just got to treat it for a couple of weeks, and it doesn't yep. cause side effects. You know, in the vast majority of people, if there are side effects, they're self limited. They go mm-hmm. away when you stop taking it. Um, <clears throat> I would highly encourage if you get COVID nineteen, take both ivermectin and fluvoxamine. If you can't tolerate fluvoxamine, we'll switch it out with fluoxetine, which is Prozac, okay. which also works really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's phase one, phase two, and phase three trials for fluvoxamine. Mm-hmm. Right. So so by any measure, you know that you want. It should have been approved at this point in time, right? Right. Like right. the the other drugs, remdesivir, molnupiravir, you know, vaccines, even right. They're also a drug. You know, they're not really sure. vaccines. Yep. Right. They've all been given emergency use authorizations with far less data than we have for the mm-hmm. right. the off label cheap medications. Right. Yes. There, there's just no money in them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Um, so, so it's really about money. And, uh, you know, Steve Kirsch is the one who bankrolled the fluvoxamine trials. And what he ended up saying was at the end of the day, you can't even get an emergency use authorization unless a pharmaceutical company presents that to the FDA. They have to, you have to have a pharmaceutical company give the application to the FDA. Even you're willing to pay for it. He's willing to pay for it. He spent millions of dollars so far studying fluvoxamine. And after all of that money spent and after proving that it works, he can't find any pharmaceutical company that will submit the application for him, right? Even though he's paying for it, right? It's not in their best interest. No. Yeah. And I got to say for fluvoxamine, you know, really the, the data is so clear. If people took at least 80% of their prescribed doses of fluvoxamine, 
there was one death in the fluvoxamine group and 12 deaths in the in the placebo group for fluvoxamine in that trial in the phase three trial wow I mean, like 12 times more deaths yes. right like imagine saving 12 times and you're only talking about a about a two-week cycle right and that was uh, a that, 10 day cycle of fluvoxamine we, we usually recommend two weeks so they gave 10 week 10 days in that trial and, and this brings up another point that in in my i, I treated four thousand patients with acute COVID 19. out of that we had five hospitalizations you would have expected you know based on the the, the numbers around the world that mm -hmm. we would have seen at least 300 or more hospitalizations out right. of 4,000 patients. We had zero deaths. We wow. would have expected to see at least four or five deaths right. in, a, in a patient group of 4,000. And these weren't young people, right? You, like you might think, oh, they're all young, you know, they're all, you know, healthy. Not at all, right? Like the vast majority, probably 95% or more were above 60 in, in wow. my patient panel. And many of them are above 80. And, and the important thing to realize is in the over 80 age group, you would expect 30% of them to be hospitalized. Right. I had hundreds of people over 80. None of them were hospitalized. And the reason that is that I, I think That's the reason remarkable. that is, is that they took it really seriously mm -hmm. and they did everything I said and they took every dose that I told them to take. Right. right? Whereas a lot of the younger people were like, you know, <laughs> I'm all right. Yeah. I, I don't really yeah. need the fluvoxamine. Yeah. Yeah. factor all that in. Makes yeah. me feel a little dizzy. Makes me feel a little nauseated. And, and you know, the other thing is that a lot of other doctors don't have experience with fluoxamine. So when they talk to a patient, they say, you know, uh, I think you should take this. Maybe, you know, it's on the guidelines, but you can't really convince somebody if you're not convinced if yourself. If you're not sure, yeah. sure. So, so I'm sure I've seen it work, you mm -hmm. know, in hundreds and thousands of patients. So when somebody talks to me, you know, when somebody comes to me and I'm just like, you got to take this, right. right? You must take this. Thank, Man, you, for, thank you for bringing us, yes. this, you know, uh, mygotodoc.com. Yeah. Great name, easy to remember. Yeah. And this is, it's, it's been one of the biggest, honestly, like, like heartbreaks for us mm -hmm. since we've started our podcast is getting these phone calls, getting these messages. And mm -hmm. it's, it, you know, you're, you're, you're always fearful. It's yes. going to be too little, too late here. You can actually help people again, build their boat before it rains. That's exactly right. Yep. Thank you so much, Dr. Saeed. We really you're appreciate welcome. it. It's my pleasure. And thank you, Flyover family, for joining us today. Again, this episode is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Get up to 66% off everything with little Mike over here at MyPillow.com. Slippers, beds, yep. dog beds, you name it, the whole bit. Use promo code FLYOVER and get up to 66% off of everything in the entire store. When you go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code FLYOVER, 66% off. We are so glad you joined us today, and we bless you. We bless yeah. you to realize that you were born for such a time as this. We bless you to realize that your future is brighter than your past, and we bless you to wake up, speak up, and show up. We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace out. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacey Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day. Yeah.